hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ooh, welcome back to Roll For It to Unityville Horror, a bonus series featuring the cast of Season 3 of Roll For It. If you haven't listened to Season 3 yet, you should do so so you know the characters, but you don't necessarily need to to enjoy the activities that go on during this Halloween-themed adventure. Thank you so much for listening to Roll For It, and I'm going to get into the adventure previously on Unityville Horror. It's the night of the Pale Moon Spirit Festival, and the crew of Moe's Fiery Revenge and Kanar's Adventurer's Mark lay anchor for an evening of costumed fun. After some arguing and a lot of drinking, the three of you, as well as Burnt Bill, Tiptoes, and Nugget, fell asleep aboard the Adventurer's Mark. When you woke up, the ship, with Unit at the wheel, was sailing full speed ahead toward an enormous, lone, dark figure in the middle of the Black Sea, silhouetted by the full moon. I also had the three of you make constitution saving throws against the effects of the alcohol (laughs) you consumed. If you recall, one of you did not succeed on those saving throws. Kanar, when you wake, you are still quite drunk. Oh, Oh, it is alcohol poisoning. How how am I affected by this poison? You guys kind of just skimmed over the fact... (laughs) You'll have disadvantage on ability checks and on saving throws and on attack rolls mm. for as long as you are still Gosh, under the influence. And now we are all back on the deck of the ship. It's speeding towards this thing, and Unit is at the helm, apparently working under the captain's orders to find the most interesting thing that he can find, and he's sailing straight towards it. Okay, uh, let's pump um, the brakes here. Ca- so- captains, um... Lay anchor! Unit. Unit, what are we going towards? It's the most interesting thing I've seen in a while. Unit, to be fair, you haven't seen much. I don't think it looks very interesting. I am very uninterested. I think we should turn around. Turn the beat around. Eve ho, Captain! And he tosses you a spyglass so you can check it out. Alright, I'm looking at it. You see a huge ship. It's broadside to the mark and silhouetted by the moon. I actually have drawings of the ship, little doodly boy. Oh, you drew nice. that? Yeah, Jake is good at drawing. That's very nice. That's awesome. We'll put Jake's ship picture on our Instagram so you can all see it at RollFortPod. The ship has at least three levels and it's larger even than the Fiery Revenge. You can't count the cannons because you don't see any. Instead, the sides of the vessel are covered in skulls of various sizes and shapes. Every inch of the boat is plated with the bony faces of humanoids, giant monsters, and some creatures you don't even recognize. The sails of the ship are tattered and useless. They casually blow in the wind as the ship sits perfectly still on the calm sea. An interesting thing. 
And you, you think that I asked you to find an interesting thing? I haven't blacked out in like a week and a half. So yeah, what we thinking about turning around? Maybe we should just keep doing that. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. It's it's piquing my interest. Yeah, no. It's a ship. It could have treasure. It could have books. It could have untold mysteries and fortunes. Do you see the giant skull in that ship? There's multiple skulls, Captain. Okay, let's also remember we fought a lich king. But just because we fought things doesn't mean we need to continue that. No, I mean... no, I, and I get that. Do you think that little nugget over there is going to be able to fight whatever's driving that skull ship? Did you forget that we are equipped with our cannons? We are fully equipped and upgraded thanks to Dacia D's shipping... I forget the last name of, of the business. You got the first part. You know what, Kanar? Hmm? This is your ship. My ship is somewhere lost at sea without me, so you make the decision. If you want to let oh. Nugget jump onto a skull ship that was very clearly foreshadowed to be a man-eating monster yeah, no. last episode, that is on well. you. I am off duty. And then Mo takes the blanket off of Nugget and goes completely underneath it and pretends to be asleep. Nugget shivers a little bit. Uh, we really need to get back to the fiery revenge. Not that we need to. Yes, we need to. With Robert on board without any of us to keep an eye on him. You know how powerful that awful man is. The crew, they are more than capable. We have the three best crew members here. <laughs> Mo? Mo is under the nugget blanket. I want a nugget blanket. <laughs> so she's going to let him swim up a creek and do whatever he's going to do. There are no creeks in sight. <laughs> Thanks, Unit. UA is going to try to give Unit a software update <laughs> to notice when we are drunk to maybe not do exactly what we say. Oh, okay. And to maybe, like, I don't know, have a little bit of thought behind those eyes. <gasps> You leave unit alone. <laughs> Cognitive cognition recognition. What? <laughs> That's what the software update is called. What would I roll for that? Make a cognitive cognition recognition roll, please, Lexi. <laughs> the roll, I think, will be Tinker Tools. It's a 21. Unit has a breathalyzer now. <laughs> he just needs to get his eyeball close enough to the person speaking, and he can sense the amount of drunk. This is going to cause some problems with Mo and Unit later, <laughs> but we'll let it go for now. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You are under the legal limit. Uh, unit. You, not so much. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Um, I guess the first thing I, I would want to do is sober up. He has an idea. I splash a bucket of water on Kanar. Thanks. Uh, how, does this work? <laughs> Make a constitution saving throw. Let's, Make let's a constitution saving throw. 16. <laughs> DM. You feel a little bit better. Am I not poisoned anymore? <laughs> you don't think that you are. Don't. <laughs> don't think that you are. All right. Unit, remind me. Can you fly? Sure can, Captain. And he takes off into the air. <laughs> zips around a little bit like this. Yeah, that's one way to put out a signal we're here. I want you in a very low altitude, close, right above sea level. Absolutely. Wait, 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 wait. Hear the entire instructions first, unit. Absolutely. Fly over to that ship. The radar will not pick me up. Does he know of a radar that's on that ship? No. Oh. It's something that I saw once in a film. Which film? 
Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Right. You saw the right. sequel. Right. <laughs> Mo is still under her blanket, but she calls out to Unit that he is not supposed to be watching anything PG-13, and he knows that. Uh, that's funny. Please, proceed with the plan, Captain. Scout out this ship. Start very low, and hopefully your wings are quiet enough that you can make your way up and just see what the deck looks like. All the way up to the crow's nest and down. Affirmative. I will report back post haste. And he takes off. Yeah, I guess you're the captain. We'll do whatever you want. Whatever serves you best. Well, if Yuna is able to just scout, because you, you heard, you heard Mo. She said, Kanar, maybe go be the captain of that ship. It's clear that she doesn't want me on the adventures, Mark. I think you're assuming too much of what Mo meant. My grandmother always said that the words that come out of a drunken whale oftentimes some truth. Do you think Moe's a whale? No, like the, no, like the, the whale that you put the bucket in. You put the bucket inside the whale and the whale comes out. I'm not an elf. <laughs> uh, why don't you actually talk to Mo about it? She disregards my opinion. Do you think she knows that she's doing that? No, but I, feel, I just feel like if I just do something that shows that I'm worthy, I think my actions will speak louder than my words. You are worthy, Kanar. We know you are. And I think we've had enough of Robert and all of his BS. And if we just take a moment to relax about the situation, I know. we're just going to take a break, cool our heads, and you might get to kill something. I know, I know. I know you like murder. It's fun. So last we checked in, the ship was heading towards this other ship. I thought we were stopped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We like laid anchor. Drop that anchor. Okay. But unit's gone, right? You just sent unit out. Didn't tell him what to do. I said, go scout. I told you him. Think, he, you think unit knows what that means? He's a scout. Can we see unit? Why don't you make a perception check? All right. 13, so hopefully Kanar sees something. I think Mo is super worried about unit, so she's going to secretly make one too. She has their telescope <laughs> out like. Ooh. Ooh. Mo rolled a nat one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was the sound you made for a nat one? I you got like a 20. Ooh. Ooh spicy. Maybe she got to take the blanket off her head. 25. Um, Kanar, did you make that check with disadvantage? Oh, I guess I'm still a little <laughs> bit poisoned. <laughs> 22. Each of you has your own spyglass, is that what I'm- I would think we do. We're all pirates yeah. at this point. I have something like really cool. Mine's kind of like a monocle like looking thing. Lexi is an artificer. Is her just like saying, I have this normal thing, but it's like a really cool. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> Unspecifically <laughs> very cool. I said it was a monocle. It's more description than I usually get. Monocles are cool. Kanar, it takes a while to find unit because it's very dark, but eventually you spot the moonlight shining off of his metal back right over the deck of the Skull ship. He's snooping around and he is inspecting a wooden hatch and then you hear a yelp and he goes out of sight. Oh, well, I have good news and I have bad news. Um, what's the good news? I see Unit. Okay. I see Unit would be a great spinoff if he was a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now what's the bad news? Bad news is... I think he fell or was grabbed or tripped in the air. Don't know how that would be possible. He's on the other ship. 
Mo. No, no, don't get no, no. <laughs> she loves. Don't she dressed get. up as unit for spirits fest. <sighs> if we don't tell her, she's gonna be even more mad. Fine, fine. Mo. What? And as that's happening, I'm already in the rowboat. Canar lost unit. And then it's just pause, like <laughs> to the front of the ship. Where is he? I didn't lose him. Where is Canar? I don't. Where is Kanar? I don't know. I just, I, I thought you should know that unit fell into the ship. Oh and my. then Kanar scampered away. I can't keep an eye on both of you. I'm one person. Mo very quickly and neatly dives into the water, which she hates, and gets in the boat with Kanar. Yue grabs on to one of those ropes that's always around and <laughs> swings into the little boat. So I guess we're all going to Skull Town. Aye, aye, Captain. Let's get no it. No one invited you. You could have stayed asleep, Mo. Okay, I start rowing. You guys hear from behind you. I'm gonna be with the ship. Burnt Bill, prep the cannons, wake up Nugget, and give Tiptoe at the helm just in case. I just give Burnt Bill a little salute. So I guess I'm just rowing this rowboat by myself. No, you're not. Mo's not rowing. <laughs> He's pouting. I never expected Mo to row. Are you guys looking at the ship? I mean, traditionally, those that are rowing won't be able to see because their backs are towards the direction that they're going. Got it. So Mo, why don't you make another perception check? 18. You see one green light shining from somewhere aboard the skull ship. It's hard to pinpoint its exact location because you're in a tiny rowboat at sea level and the ship towers at least 60 feet tall. Also, a gathering fog blurs the outline of the ship from your view. The fog thickens, creeping towards you from the direction of the mystery ship and the pale moon. Unit! How far are we from the ship? 800 feet. Is the wind with us? Winds be with the winds, will it? The winds are actually not with you, one. But two, it doesn't matter much because you don't have a sail in your rowboat. You don't know what I have. Yeah, leave it to the sailors. Yeah. Here, we were just asking about the wind. We don't need help interpreting it. <laughs> we are just asking about the wind. Okay, my mistake. I have a cloak on, sir. Yeah, I have a cloak on too. We can sail this rowboat, sir. Pardon me. Oh, wait, are we still in our Halloween costume? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I don't have a cloak on. I was just like <laughs> sitting in this robot pouting with this barrel right here under her head. I'm in a suit of armor. UA definitely struggled to get on the boat. Yeah, we instantly failed stealth checks. Don't fall in the water. Uh, UA, UA, you might want to take some of this off just in case we capsize. I spent so much time on it. I was just you, thinking. And you, look, and you look beautiful, but in case really? we capsize. Really? You didn't say anything earlier, and I thought you didn't like it, and I'm so glad. It's not the moment. It's not the time. It's not the time. Right. <laughs> I see it. UA is taking pieces of the armor off. And I'm. You're helping me. I, I need help getting out of it. And I'm helping. <laughs> Why don't you guys make a sleight of hand check? Six. Ten. <laughs> Should it be that you manage to get one leg completely free and the rest of you is still stuck in the armor? I'd rather do two small pieces than one large one and be off balance. I know what you'd rather do, but you only rolled I a six. take off the knee parts. Whatever I can do so that I can like bend better, like my knees better. Okay. What is this armor stripping sequence? Are they just going to keep rolling until she's like... Well, if you put it that way... Yeah. Shoulder get down. <laughs> I don't know what you kids do when you look up from your armor stripping you realize that in the cover of the fog 
the skull ship has managed to turn towards you and is now traveling in your direction at full speed. The gigantic ship is heading directly for your little rowboat, and it's only about 300 feet away. Mo does not have time for this armor stuff when Eden is on the line. So she's going to take the big barrel that she's wearing around her neck as part of her Halloween costume, throw it into the water, and jump on top of it. And then she's going to run in place on top of it with her little paws mm-hmm. so it's moving and heading right for the ship. Make an athletic check. 17. Okay, so you are barreling towards this thing. <laughs> barreling towards it. It's huge. As soon as I can, I want to leap off this unit barrel onto the side of the ship and dig my claws into it, like latch onto it so I can climb up the side of it. The ship's tattered sails are not what is moving the ship forward. Instead, Enormous squid-like tentacles are paddling the ship forward like large oars. Each tentacle emerges from the ship through the eye holes of the skulls carved into the side. And that's what you see, Mo, right before you jump. Okay. Or do you change your mind? I mean, I think I'm safer latched onto the ship than I am walking on a barrel. So yeah, I'm gonna make the leap. I mean, it's a boat, you know? It's not like a speed train. Yeah, but there's tentacles. Let's do an acrobatics check. 21. Mo, you leap from the barrel, which dumps beneath the water, and you catch yourself with your claws into the side of the ship. A giant tentacle swings by your head and splashes into the water as it propels the ship forward. Can everybody roll initiative? Oh. We're in the boat. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's probably now about 40 feet from the rowboat and moving quickly. I got a 16. 15. 13. Mo, you are up. You are latched onto the side of the ship as it thrusts towards your friend's rowboat and towards the adventurer's mark where the rest of the crew is. I'm going to try and climb upwards. As a tabaxi, you are super good at climbing. You have a climb speed of 20 feet, but if you dash, you can make it 40. Cool. I'm going to do that. I'm going to dash 40 feet upwards. Okay. You'll have to maneuver between tentacles on your left and right, swinging out of the ocean as they paddle. Okay. I'm going to leave one clawed paw on the boat and use the other to pull my short bow from my cargo shorts pocket and take out one of these tentacles. I'll give you advantage because you are unseen. Sneak attack! And I got a 22. My damage. A 19. Rogues are ridiculous. Ridiculous. You get an arrow right through the base of the tentacle next to you. Black blood sprays into the ocean below. 
<laughs> pollution. I wanted this fight to be environmentally friendly. The tentacle goes limp for a minute, and you notice that you're beneath one of the anchors, and the anchor is huge, maybe like uh, 15, 20 feet long. So I guess we're fighting something. I mean, these tentacles just came out, and now we're fighting, I, I guess. I'm gonna take my experimental elixir, and I'm going to drink it. I'm gonna get flight, so the drinker gains a flying speed of 10 feet for 10 minutes. Shut up. Fuck up. That will go nicely with weighing 300 pounds. I don't weigh 300 pounds. Not even with the armor? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, do you think UA made armor that would be like super duper heavy? No, she probably did something cool. Yeah, right, it's like, cool. Yeah, it's cool armor. It's like I light forgot. armor. <laughs> I forgot, yeah. So I'm gonna fly over and I'm like, see you later, Kanar. Kanar finishes with a knee plate and she floats up. <laughs> so like, how far is this thing from me? It's about 40 feet ahead of you guys. And 10 feet up, am I going to be able to land? This ship is big, big, big. Big, big? 60 feet above. So I'm just going to do my best to fly towards like a window that I can grab and slide into. So we're leaving Kanar alone in a rowboat as this giant ship is sailing directly for him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm capable. I have plans. You know, this is exactly why we're having this issue is because you don't believe enough in Kanar. He can handle himself. That was a little Irish. <laughs> I'm gonna grab the rope that's always in the dinghy. And this rope is obviously more than 60 feet, but I'm going to use it <laughs> to shoot an arrow. The idea is for the arrow to stick onto the side of the ship so that I can use it to hoist myself up. Are we really gonna? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm telling you, this, this is a long road. It's plenty long enough. It's okay. plenty long enough. Okay, gotcha. That is a dirty 20. As you stand in this rowboat, you lose your footing because you're a little bit drunk. <gasps> no. Can you roll one more time and see what you get with that one? Your memory... When does he get undrunk? I mean, it takes some time. What do we got? What do we got? There's a 13. 13 is enough for the arrow to stick. It's a big ship, so I hope so. <laughs> it is a big ship. The hull of the ship has taken eight damage, and your rope and your arrow stick into the side. I'm going to wrap the rope around my waist, and I did see that Mo attack the squids. So with another arrow. <laughs> okay. Am I doing too much? One more, one more arrow, we'll, we'll do it. I got extra attack, son. You've tied two knots as well. Mm-hmm. Long turn. <laughs> Go ahead. Damn right, it's a long turn because I'm about to do a lightning arrow. I don't know. Can you do lightning arrow? Oh, so I don't get to do a spell? Sorry. Hey, my name is Jake and I'm a DM. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Regular ass arrow. You don't let that voice in your head tell you that you can't do something. <laughs> Just do it. All right, make an attack roll for that with disadvantage. Yeah, you remember. I'm drunk. <laughs> I did a 17. Sun. Just as a tentacle starts to come out, gets an arrow stuck in it, splashes in the water. 11 damage on that one. That's a bunch. On the mystery ship's turn, it advances. The vessel crashes through the rowboat, breaking it into splinters. As I'm getting capsized, I hold on to the rope. Two things have to happen. You can make an acrobatics check for me. Oh boy. With disadvantage. Yeah. And I'm gonna make an arrow holding on for its dear life <laughs> check. 13. You hold on to the rope. Mm -hmm. Tell me. And I rolled a one on the arrow check. Why did you get to roll for his arrow? Yeah. Because it's a piece of wood. I... No, no. 
If it was a 20, we would have been, yes, the DM generally plays the pieces of wood. Canard, do you want to roll for the piece of wood? Let me look at my features really quick. <laughs> I don't think you have a piece of wood enhancer feature. Piece of wood enhancer. So as you leap into the air, the weight of your body on the rope pulls the arrow out from the side of the ship. So now you are flying with no anchor towards a big tentacle monster. I'm going to grab onto one of the tentacles. 16. Kanar, you see the rope drop and you reach out with your arms and grab around a tentacle and you hold tight as you're dunked under the water and lifted up into the air. Yue, you're trying to like go through a window or something? Yeah, I'm trying to like get on the ship. You don't see any actual ports. You do see a bunch of eye holes. Yeah, I'm gonna hop through an eye hole. Okay. The ones that the tentacles are coming out of? Yep. The eye holes that the tentacles are coming out of. You want to go in there? Best way to kill the thing is to kill the thing. As they say. Do I still get to play the rest of the season if I'm the only one alive at the end of this <laughs> battle? She died for ya. Okay, let's go. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, we heard you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dexterity saving throw. 16? You dive in head first or feet first? <laughs> feet first. Okay. Can you flatten yourself out? I'm like pencil. I'm like... Your torpedo. Pencil dive feet first. And you line it up perfectly and you slide in to one of these eyeballs. You find yourself in a long tunnel like a water slide. Pitch black in here. I'm sliding. Whee! Mo, you are the only one with sight now because everyone else is either in a dark enclosed tunnel or riding a giant tentacle in and out of the sea. You see that the ship you're on is starting to veer to the starboard side slightly, as if to engage more directly the adventurer's mark. It's turning right as if it's going to collide with your ship. I was just thinking we should have stayed on the ship. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a ship v. ship battle. It was Kanar's call. <laughs> Mo, you see Nugget at the ballista of the adventurer's mark. He fires a giant explosive bolt towards the school ship. Where did he aim? Because Yue is inside the ship and Kanar and I are hanging on for dear life outside of it. Where is this thing hitting? Somewhere in there. <laughs> Who told him to do that? Nugget would never just do that without one of us telling him to. You don't think? On my ship, they would never. But I guess it's not my ship, so. If I dash up, I get to the deck, right? Yes, you do. Okay, so I'm doing that. So you make your way up to the main deck. You pull yourself over the rail. I climb over the rail and immediately look down at the tentacles for Kanara. Like, where is that kid? Where is he? You look down. You don't see anybody until you see Kanara lifted out of the water <laughs> again. <gasps> and splash again into the water. Mo! Don't worry about me. <laughs> Nugget! Don't hit any... Aim carefully! <laughs> Can I take a look around this deck and see if I see unit or like what the screen light was? You glance around. Three main masts hold up the tattered sails. Toward the bow, there is a staircase ascending towards the upper deck, and towards the aft, two staircases ascending to the poop deck. In the center of the main deck, there is a grated wooden hatch in the floor that's usually used to drop supplies into or mm -hmm. pull supplies out of from the hold below. It's through this hatch that you see the green glow. It must be something below deck, but you don't see any creatures aboard the ship. The deck is very neat and bare and unmanned. Unit! You do that. I do that, for sure. Um, 
And then tell me about this anchor you said I was climbing towards. I want to lower the anchor. There is an anchor on either side of the bow of the ship. If you run your full speed, you'll be able to make it to the latch controlling the pulley system, which drops the anchor. Mo, you are not familiar with this ship, but you are a mastermind proficient in water vehicles. So make a water vehicle handling check. I got a 22. Ooh! Which anchor would you like to drop? The port side anchor is basically right over Kanar, and the starboard side anchor is clear. So However, <laughs> with the 22, you know that you can cause some havoc here. Because the ship is currently turning right to engage the adventurer's mark, there is this forward momentum that will crash the ship into the anchor if you pull the one on the left. The one that would hit Kanar? No, no, no. I agree with what you're saying. I also kind of want to drop it towards Kanar because then he'll have a rope to climb up. If it doesn't hit him. If it hits him, then like... Just yell. Heads up. Yeah. Drop the one closer to Kanar. You find the latch, lever, you pull it, and you hear... Anchor ho! Ya ho? Oh no. When the anchor drops, it will be heading right for your head, Kanar. Let's have you make a dexterity saving throw. As you hear... Ho! <laughs> All I heard was ho. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to jump to the side of the ship, you could use the grooves and the holes in the skulls, like little rock climbing holes. Yeah, let's do that. This is a dirty 20. You jump out of the way just in time, grabbing with one arm onto the old teeth of a bugbear skull. The anchor whooshes behind you, cutting off some of the seaweed on your Halloween costume oh, no. and cutting straight through the tentacle you were just riding. Mm, 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 when the mm. anchor hits the sea floor, the ship lurches forward and the bow tips and the back of the ship rises slightly out of the water like a nolly in skateboarding. Why would the anchor that's built for the ship break the ship when it's used? Well, typically you wouldn't use it when you're going full speed, but also it's just the perfect wrong angle because of the right turn and the anchor on the left and geometry and... Physics, everybody. No regrets! <laughs> Mo, can you make a dexterity saving throw as well as you're holding on to the bow of the ship, which is going to basically crash? 27. Mo's fine. She's a cat. Mo leaps up and grabs onto the mast. You guys hear from the adventurer's mark. Captain, do we have permission to continue firing? We weren't sure about that first one, but we want to double check if you're okay with us, if we would be able to fire more after that, Captain. Mo, uh, if you see me shoot a lightning arrow in the sky, that is sign for continue firing on the ship. That's so funny. I was about to start answering. I know. Captain. I don't think she really thinks that there should be any more firing on the ship, but she's really holding to her letting Kanar do his thing. It's hard, though. Clink, 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 clink. You guys all just hear this clanging noise of me and my armor. I forgot about UA. And it's been like, it feels like 10 minutes. Uh, so UA's probably gotten pretty far in this thing. So you're heading through this water slide thing and you feel the jerk forward and backwards. Yeah, I side myself. Um, and then as I'm doing that, can I do like a history check on the ship? Yeah. Oh, net 20. Wow. And my history modifier is plus seven. Okay. You pour through the archives of your well-read mind, and the most recurring piece of data isn't from textbooks, but from storybooks and ghost stories you read as a child. Got a lot of books. The stories were about a ship that preyed upon living creatures, 
and every time it would get a kill, it would grow a little larger by adding the bones and the flesh of its meal to its walls. It consumed every part of its prey's being. But that's just something that it reminds you of because there's no way those kid stories are actually true. <laughs> Where you are right now, it's soft. It's actually comfortable. Oh, I like it here. Soft and slippery. How long is the thing that I'm going into? You're not sure because it's not a straight shot. It sort of winds around. Okay. Make a perception check for me real quick. I got an eight. <laughs> Very perceptive. The only way you even remember where you came from versus where you were going is that your feet are facing where you were going and your head is facing where you came from. Also, like, cute little question. Do I have my staff with me? Your staff is the most essential thing in your life, right? Yeah, I feel like I would have brought it with you me. You just have it tucked into the armor. Yeah. I've already put little flaming hot Cheetos in it and I'm actually going to send out my flaming sphere okay forward so you would point it down past your feet yeah i would literally i'm like i go dangerously cheesy by myself it's just for me <laughs> somewhere up top mo hears dangerously cheesy way. um so just to remind everybody what flaming sphere is a five foot diameter sphere of fire appears in an unoccupied unoccupied space of my choice and then if there's a creature within five feet of it the creature takes 2d6 fire damage on a failed save can you imagine missing this whole ship (laughs) (laughs) roll your damage about to escape out of this water slide 13. a ball of flame shoots from the end of your staff past your feet The light then expands into a sphere of flame. It grows and grows, consuming everything around it. Mm -hmm. The soft walls of the tunnel begin to expand and contract like muscles pushing you along. It's pushing you right towards your flaming sphere. I'm like, oh shit! (laughs) I go under it. (laughs) And you fall about 10 feet and you land with a clunk onto some hardwood floor or hard something floor in total darkness. So on my bonus action, I'm going to bring my flaming sphere to uh, illuminate the area that I'm in. You look up and see it emerge from a strange throat-like opening in the ceiling. As it comes into the room, it is followed by some black liquid and gunk, Mm -hmm. which pours Mm -hmm. from the tunnel opening onto your shiny, cool armor. Oh, nice. And then you see that you are in... In it to win it, oh yeah. In the hold of the ship below deck. It is filled with crates and barrels all made of bone. They look like a sculpture though. They don't look functional. Almost like they were 3D printed. Huh. Do I see the thing that has the tentacles? Like am I where the monster, like the body part of that is or? You're just in the hole of the ship. Although you see some weird tentacles and you have this constant stream of black liquid, you don't actually see a creature. Mm. But she felt the muscles tensing, so she passed the monster. I take out my shell phone and I go beep boop 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 and I call Mo. Okay. (laughs) And hopefully Mo will answer. Mo, do you answer? Mo is hugging a mask. And then she hears this, Lexi, what would your ringtone be on Mo's phone? I don't know, it's Mo. So it's how Mo would perceive UA calling her. I think it would be like, this girl is on fire. That's a good one. Out of nowhere. And Mo's like, oh 
my trying to hold on to the mask with one claw and takes her cell phone out and Mo does not know how to work her phone it's really hard for her so she thinks she answers Mo UA Mo UA hello UA can you hear me Mo hangs up and then she tries to call her back but she ends up calling Kanara instead mm. Kanara you are on the side of the ship what why are they calling me? Why are they calling me? UA tries calling Mo again. Mo is so confused at this point, but she hits the green button. So now she should have Kanar on hold and UA on the phone. Mo, I'm, I'm, can you hear me, Mo? Sort of. Okay, good. That's good enough. I'm in the hold, so I'm below, I think, you. Are you the one who put down the anchor? Yeah, that would be. Very nice move. I liked it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the whole ship is alive. Um, so my idea is maybe we burn it and then we leave. <laughs> but what about Unit? Have you seen Unit? Oh, that's why we're on the ship. Yeah. It's been a long t couple turns. As you guys are speaking on the phone, Kanar, you are trying to scale the wall up. Yeah, I'm climbing that chain from the anchor. You scale over to the anchor chain and hike your way up. It's about 50 feet more to the deck. When the anchor fell, the tentacles stopped their paddling. Now you see them slithering up the walls of the ship like large snakes toward the deck. They don't pay any attention to you. They crawl right past. Mo, out of the darkness, three, four, five tentacle tips wiggle towards your spot on the mast. Down below in the hold, Yue, the crates and the barrels start to vibrate. Oh, fuck. Um... You hear one crack. They're coming, the, the bar, there was bone barrels and I think they're coming alive. Um, they looked 3D printed. Hey, I'm gonna have to call you back. No, no, no. Kanar, as you reach the deck of the ship, you grab hold of the railing. The heavy tentacles all fall past you back into the water. You hoist yourself up onto a completely empty deck. Wait, he sees an empty ship? He doesn't see Mo? Mm. It is quiet, except for Yue's panicked voice just coming through the little shell phone that lays cracked on the ground. Like, the skeletons are alive! <laughs> wait, where am I? And that is where we leave off for this episode. Yeah, wait, where's Mo? <laughs> where are either of you? We'll find out <laughs> next what? time. No! No! Unit! <laughs> Why are we stopping? Next time on Roll For It. Should have picked up your phone. All right, everybody. <laughs> UA, how you feeling? A lot. Oh my gosh, we are in shambles. We need to have like a therapy meeting, the three of us together, to figure out some <laughs> emotions here. Cause I'm just, there's a lot going on. I don't think either of you understand how important it is that Robert gets to Monrethia and we clear the shit up. Yui's a little upset with Kanar for not thinking about how important that is, and she's like, well, is he being a little selfish right now? Uh, but she's also never been in a relationship, so she doesn't know. <laughs> um, she'll probably talk to Mo later. But Mo also doesn't understand her, so she's like, maybe I'll go talk to Robert, because he has to listen to me, so. <laughs> but yeah, Mo, she's feeling very <laughs> conflicted. I like that we trust each other to like kind of go off on our own and do our own thing. I Last season, we wouldn't be, we would have been like, no, you can't go alone. Like, we're all going to hold hands. It was, it was, yeah, it was definitely a, uh, well, what do you think we should do? Why well, I think we should go together. Yeah. Okay, let's go together rather than well, like, 
the action just happening. And Kelsey just, just like, went in, and I was like, all right, I guess yeah. we're going in. Part of that was, like, Mo being, like, a little pissy with you guys for losing unit. So she's like, fuck you, I'm going to get unit. But I don't I know that it, it was the best idea to split up. I, I, I thought it was funny that um, you guys abandoned your super cool mega ship to start rowing your boat towards oh, the... no, <laughs> well, no, it, so yeah, the motivation, that. the motivation for Kanar was, this is my, my issue and I need to fix it. That was Got the first it. shot, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, China. No, it's good though. He's a new captain. Because it was a cool, um, cool little action moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kanar is, is very concerned about his actions, where he means well, but he's uh, noticing that uh, the main concern right now is where are the people amongst the crew being unit ua and mo he is still very confident that he can handle whatever monstrosities come his way because no one took any damage <laughs> but at the same time getting on top of the the ship and not seeing mo there <laughs> yeah i was feeling pretty okay until uh, you said that I didn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel less okay yeah. now. Emotionally, I think she's being really hard on Kanar, and I don't think Mo really understands why right now. With Yue, I don't agree that she doesn't think it's important. I think she's just a little worried about, like, the obsession with this bad guy, because Yue's had obsessions with bad guys before. <laughs> she gets so caught up in the people who have wronged her that she's not enjoying her life. Like, when you killed the guys and put them as charm bracelets, like, kept their souls with you on your wrist. That was weeks ago. <laughs> I destroyed that, right? All right, folks, we will see you <laughs> next, next time, time on Roll For It. it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.